the volume. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sportsbook. Incredibly easy to use. Super safe. Totally secure. Super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets. Live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. Hi, everybody, and welcome into the Monday podcast. You're going to love Wanstat today. <laughs> so he coached the Dolphins. He's got strong feelings on what to do with Tua. He coached the Bears. Super strong opinions on Matt Nagy. He's from Pittsburgh. There's something about the Steelers driving him nuts. Uh, he coached, won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys. We're going to talk about what drives him nuts with that team. He coached the Miami Hurricanes. He's going to talk about Mario Cristobal. He's got great insight with Mario Cristobal. He's also going to talk Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley, why they took those jobs. So Dave wants that's going to give you college, going to give you pro. So let me just start with the NFL. It, you know, Major League Baseball has no salary cap. So we all know that 30 to 40% of the league can't really financially compete. In the NBA, it's a glamour league. We know there's about 20, 30, some years 40% that just can't attract the stars. You have to draft your way to greatness. And even then, year seven or eight, guys like LeBron will bolt your franchise or sooner if you're Zion. The NFL is great. And we also know in college football, that because the more you win, the better you're recruiting. It's a sport built for dynasties. We could very well see Georgia and Alabama <laughs> end up in the national championship, which would drive most of America outside of the South crazy. But I was thinking 
as I watch the NFL all Sunday, 19 of 32 teams are still in it. In the AFC, I feel like there's six teams I absolutely believe feel like playoff teams. Buffalo, New England, Kansas City, the Chargers, despite the loss, Baltimore, and the Titans. And then I think Denver, Pittsburgh, the Colts, Bengals, and Miami will battle for the final playoff spot. All of those teams have bigger issues. Pittsburgh, Denver, quarterback issues. Bengals, defensive issues. Colts, Carson Wentz is reckless. Miami, not a great running game. A little bit of a ceiling on Tua, but he's playing well. But I think we know six playoff teams in the AFC, but I count today five battling for the final spot. In the NFC, we have similar clarity. Dallas has won their division. Zona, Rams, Green Bay, Tampa. Five of the seven. Now, I think it's a smaller pool of teams competing for the final two playoff spots. Philadelphia, I mean, when you can win with your backup, I know it's the Jets, but if you can win with your backup in the NFL, that's what Arizona did with Colt McCoy. That's what Philly did with Gardner Minshew. Pretty damn impressive. San Francisco lost, but I think they and Washington, now the Washington football team suddenly hot, will battle for two of the three final spots. That's 19 of 32 teams. And we're in week 13. And I, I think the NFL has always been the league of hope. And you're really seeing it on display. Um, I also think there's seven or eight teams that can win the Super Bowl. And it always feels around that number. The thing I would keep your eye on is running the football. Arizona with James Conner. Uh, Dallas with Tony Pollard and Zeke. You notice Tampa now is leaning into Leonard Fournette. Green Bay is going to get Aaron Jones back. Watch the good teams start to get more physical. Buffalo and New England, physical teams. Kansas City doesn't run much. Chargers can. Baltimore can. Titans will eventually get Derrick Henry back. So whereas September and October are warm weather, pretty football, you start looking at the really good teams now. I don't think it's a coincidence that Tom Brady is leaning in to Gronk and Leonard Fournette. He did the same thing last year. Physical football is the dimension that wins games post-Thanksgiving. Years ago, I created a segment. It's my highest rated segment. It's called Colin Was Right, Colin Was Wrong. And when you're an opinionist, I noticed watching political opinionists, conservative or liberal, and sports opinionists, nobody ever acknowledges they whiff on stuff. It just disappears into the ether. So I created Colin Right, Colin Wrong, and I do it every Monday, top of the second hour. It's always my highest rated segment of the week. And I think it's fascinating to watch Tua. I've been both right and wrong on Tua. Generally, Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, I'm right. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I'm right. Uh, there's been other times I never thought Kevin Durant would go to the Warriors. Total whiff. And then when he got to the Warriors, I didn't know how it would work. I was skeptical. Total whiff. But two is fascinating. I loved him in college. And then before he played a game with Miami, I said, where's the it? I keep seeing he's hurt. He's small. And, and so I looked right. And he had a very bumpy first year and a very bumpy start to here this year. But, you know, when I watch Miami, what they really are is a poor man's New England. New England does everything slightly better than Miami, but 
you know, I think one of the things you can see in this league, look at some of the quarterbacks winning right now. Taylor Heineke's won four in a row. Two is winning. Mac Jones is winning. We don't think of these as big arm, big stature, dynamic athletes. But in all three instances, what do you have? Defensive coaches and quarterbacks that don't make a ton of mistakes. Taylor Heineke, Mac Jones, and Tua. And so in my world of calling right, calling wrong, I've said before, I always thought Tua could win games. I'm very skeptical about him winning divisions and playoff games. But I have to acknowledge, Mac Jones and Tua share a lot of similarities beyond their college, Alabama. They really do. One's left-handed, one right-handed. But they're really accurate. They get rid of the ball quickly. Uh, They don't tend to be big interception throwers. They throw a nice, soft, deep ball, but don't have a ton of zip on it. They love throwing to the tight ends as an outlet, and they're both better with a strong running game. But as I watch Tua, I say, oh, I've seen this. It's called Mac Jones in New England. It's just the better version of it. So I have no problem acknowledging that Tua is not only going to finish this year, and I'll ask Dave Wanch that about it, but considering it's a weak draft, there's certainly an argument to be made. Don't waste your draft on a quarterback. Don't waste your pick on a quarterback. Build the offensive lineup. You went out and got receivers last year. You've spent money on free agency on the defense. Build up your running game and your O-line. Go with Tua this year and next year. And... Just keep your eye open for available talent. But I don't have a problem being wrong. I think Tua has really become a left-handed Mac Jones. I think that's exactly what he looks like. You're going to love Dave Wanstead today on all these topics. I want to talk about college football. So Brett Venables is going to get the Oklahoma job. Brian Kelly got the LSU job. Lincoln Riley got the USC job. And Mario Cristobal is going to get, I'm told, the Miami Hurricanes job. He's from Miami. His wife is not in love with Eugene, Oregon. I think it's a home run for Miami. I think Mario's got a a presence. He can recruit. And it won't guarantee ACC titles because of Clemson, but it will make them a really good number two in the conference with the ability to beat Clemson. And I think they'll do it. You got to give them a couple years to build up those offense and defensive lines at the university. But I think it's going to take two to three years and Miami will back be back to being a national program. Uh, I feel about the same timeline with Lincoln Riley at the Pac-12, where Oregon's a dominant program. They're now looking for a coach. I think it's going to take USC two years to fortify their offense and defensive lines. But the the Miami-USC programs are great for the sport. They're in similar situations. They've got some pro players, but line play is well below what's needed to beat the Ohio States, Bama's, Georgia's, Clemson's, and the like. You know, a lot has been made of the playoff where we're going to get Bama against Cincinnati and Michigan against Georgia. And I love college football. And I think some of the bowl games that were announced yesterday were great. I mean, Ohio State, Utah, and the Rose Bowl is fantastic because Ohio State probably doesn't want to be there. And Utah is historically the best bowl team in the country the last 15 years in terms of winning percentage. So 
Utah, remember years ago when they beat Saban, Utah will play with an underdog mentality, their hair on fire, and I'm not sure the Buckeyes even want to be there. So Ohio State may win, but that'll be competitive. I think Michigan State against Pittsburgh in the Peach is great. I think Baylor against Ole Miss uh, is a fantastic bowl game. But there's two things that people get worked up on. You don't want to see Bama and Georgia play again. Folks, you got to come to terms with this. You may not want to see Brady or Belichick in a Super Bowl again. But college football is doing nothing different than the NFL. The cream rises to the top. Would, I, would you be shocked today if Brady met Belichick in the Super Bowl? You would not. I know you all want to eat the rich, but you got to get over it. All these fans, you're looking for parody. It does not exist in tennis. It does not exist in the NBA. It does not exist. How many years in a row have the Dodgers won their division? You're all screaming for parody in college football. Show me where it exists anywhere, men's or women's. There is no parody in these sports. The SEC footprint has the most Division I athletes and whoever wins the recruiting wars, which, by the way, has been three schools, LSU, Georgia, and Bama for the last 12 years. They got the national championships. Now, Georgia doesn't, but Bama and LSU do. I mean, LSU's winning national titles with Ed Orgeron and Les Miles. <laughs> How do you think they're going to do with Brian Kelly? Better than both. All right, he's my buddy Dave Wanstat. Try to bring him on every four or five weeks. Former Bear head coach, Dolphin head coach. Uh, playoffs with both Fox NFL analysts, Pitt Panther coach. All right, I want to do. I want to start with Steelers and Ravens. So John Harbaugh, end of the game, goes for two. Yeah. Uh, they had the play open, didn't get it. Your thought on the play call on the decision? Well, I would have. Uh, I would have kicked the extra point. I mean, to be quite honest with you, just because it's the race is so tight in the playoffs. And I always believe when you're in that situation, give your ch give your players a chance to win the game for you. And, and maybe that's a little bit conservative, but I would have kicked the extra point and let's play. I mean, Ben, Ben's capable of doing anything. God bless him. You know what I mean? He played good today, but <laughs> I, I take my chances with Lamar. You know, it's interesting. So the rumor came out, Adam Schefter broke a story that Ben's telling people I'm out. So if that's true, there's two or three options. Dwayne Haskins, draft a quarterback. Um, I could make an argument for Mitch Trubisky, a guy that you always said, you know, we made the playoffs twice. If I said you're running the organization, go get Trubisky, the backup in Buffalo, give Dwayne Haskins a second shot or draft a quarterback. Where do you go? Well, from a draft standpoint, they're not going to draft the Kenny Pickens from Pitt. Now, I'm a little bit partial to him. I think he could be the first quarterback drafted this year. Okay. You don't uh, think they'll take him? I, I don't think it's been, I tell you, when Tony Dorsett came out, there, there was always kind of a mentality. When Dan Marino came out, there was always a little bit of a mentality with the Steel organization going back to Mr. Rooney that we do not want to take someone from Pitt because if it doesn't work out, uh, you know, there's a lot of hard feelings in this city. I mean, it's a double, it's a double mess for us. So I don't think yeah. they, I don't think they would draft Kenny Pickett, even if they thought he was the best guy. I really don't. Uh, you know, you name some good free agent, op, you know, options. I mean, they're not, uh, 
you know, they're relatively, Garoppolo. Yeah, they're relatively a young team. You know, with yeah. Nigel Harris, they've got some young offensive linemen. You know, a couple of those young defensive backs. Uh, you know, TJ Watts got he's a young guy, in, in, comparably. So I, I think they could afford to get uh, a draft pick, or Mitch Trubisky would not bother me. I don't see Haskins being a guy. I really don't. I mean, I, I, I you know. God, God bless him, but I, I don't see him being the future at the Steelers. No, I mean, listen, Jer- Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on the market. That's potentially Mitch Trubisky's on the market. We can say all we want, but they've won. Uh, you know, they've gotten to the playoffs before. One's gotten to a Super Bowl. One's gotten to the playoffs twice. It's better than an old Ben, in my opinion. You know, it, it's funny. I was I was thinking about this today as I was watching. You know, a really ugly game. Um, Mike Tomlin has never earned my respect more than the last two years. That was kind of a mess. Ben was decent. But I will say this about Mike Tomlin. If you have an old quarterback or an average one, and Pittsburgh has one in the same, Ben is both old and average, they're in the playoff picture. They're absolutely in the playoff picture, Coach. Yeah. Oh, no, they are. You know what bothers me about the Steelers right now? At the end of last season, Art Rooney, the owner, came out and said, we have lost our Steeler identity. We are going to run the football. Okay? Quote, unquote, from the owner. They draft Najee Harris, the best running back in the first run. They fire the offensive coordinator. They fire the offensive line coach. And they bring in two more offensive linemen. And they aren't, they aren't running the ball. If, if, if someone asked me, Coach, what can, I, can you do to get the most out of Ben Roethlisberger, I would say, hey, we gotta, we got to do what San Francisco does. Look at the teams in the NFL that have turned it uh, in the last five, six weeks. The Redskins, totally. I mean, they, Ron Rivera, Scott Turner, they made a commitment that this is all we can do on offense. They're running it 60-some percent. more. They're running it more than throwing it. Uh, who else? Denver made a decision. This is what we're going to do. They're running it more and throwing it. The Patriots, the Patriots have committed major to the run game. The, uh, I mentioned the Washington Redskins. You know, so the, the teams in my mind that have made a turn, the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo, he's completing 70% of his passes now. Why? All of a sudden they become, they got back to their identity and they're running the ball. Steelers never did that. And that bothered me all along. I, I, it really, really did. And it still does that they would just not take pressure off of Ben. And, you know, they're, it, it, it's not going to work. All right, the NFL is heading into the home stretch. Big Week 13 divisional matchup. Monday Night Football, Patriots-Bills. Fan Duel Sportsbook. Going to make it bigger. New customers, 30 to 1 odds on this puppy. $150 you can win on a $5 bet. I like the Bills minus two and a half. And if you want to same game parlay it, I would take the Bills, get down to tease it one and a half. Stephon digs over 60 yards, over 42 and a half points. Same game parlay is a blast. You can win a lot more, betting a lot less. Number one rated sportsbook app in America, easy to use, safe and secure. Plus, when you win, Get paid in as little as two hours. So see for yourself. Sign up right now. Promo code Colin. Monday night matchup. Win 150 bucks in a $5 bet. 
please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-A-N, so they know I sent you. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook, FanDuel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee Redline is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, I want to ask you about two teams you know well, the Dolphins and the Bears. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this. But I said this week, Miami's a poor man's New England. Uh, They've got a quarterback who's accurate, gets rid of the ball quickly, 
very limited athletically, but they play real good defense and they control the clock, uh, kind of control field position, a poor man's Patriots. Would you stick with Tua next year? It's a bad draft for quarterbacks. Would you stick with Tua? 100% yes. I was so disappointed in them. And I think I said on our last podcast, move on Dolphins from the undefeated season and move on Dolphins from Dan Marino. I mean, that's who they're looking for to walk through that door. It's it's like USC looking for a football coach, and they're never, they're probably never going to be happy. I mean, right now they're in fantasy land, but let's see. So my point is that uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm a Tua fan. You, you know, run the ball, play defense, and right now the guy is on fire. I mean, ever since the Deshaun Watson stuff became a non-factor. He catches fire, right? They commit to him. They got no choice. He catches fire, and the defense responds to it. The biggest thing with Tua, he's got to stay healthy, Colin. If he can stay healthy, he he can win the game for him. There's no question about that. All right, Matt Nagy, uh, would you let him go? You've you've never been you've been respectful of him, but you had questions from the very beginning that he didn't have a lot of uh, game management experience or play calling experience. I would imagine. You're probably ready to move on. Well, and I think today was a, last week in Chicago. And hear what I'm saying. Someone said, what's going on in Chicago? And I said, it was the quietest week in Chicago since before the draft. There was no noise. You know what the noise was? Bulls and Blackhawks. That's what the noise was. It wasn't Bears. It was an eerie week last week it was almost like it was such a mess with Detroit we barely got by Detroit uh Cleo Max out Akeem Hicks is out Allen Robinson's out Justin Fields is out okay let's 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 see what happens against the Arizona Cardinals and we got about what we what everybody expected here and it it's uh I think the inevitable is that they're gonna have to make a change uh, I don't think the Bears do it till the end of the year, though. I mean, that's they're a very traditionalized from a standpoint of this is the way Coach Hallis did it, from stadium to marketing to personnel to budgets, and I and they've just never fired a coach, and I don't see them doing it till the end of the year. But I think they got to make a change. They got a good young football team. Ryan Pace, people are down on him, but I'm telling you now. Think about this. If you're going to start with a team, you got Justin Fields, David Montgomery, Herbert, the other running back. You got uh, Mooney, a young receiver. You've got four good young offensive linemen. You've got the tight end, uh, Komet from Notre Dame. I mean, you, there's yeah. some talent there, Colin. There really is. All right. Cowboys used to coach there, won a Super Bowl with Jimmy. Um, you know, I, I said this the other night. They went on the road. They won by 10. It was ugly. December football's often ugly. My biggest concern is if Dak doesn't have a healthy Amari Cooper, it really affects him. He's just not the same quarterback. And I like Amari Cooper, but if I'm paying my quarterback $40 million, yeah. he cannot be tied to a B-plus wide receiver. Like, I understand Kyler Murray with or without DeAndre Hopkins, is magical. Aaron Rodgers is 10-0 without Devontae Adams. Patrick Mahomes is 4-1 without Tyreek Hill. Dak 
is an average quarterback without Amari Cooper. That worries me. Now, Cooper's back. He's healthy. COVID's in the rearview mirror. What bothers you about Dallas? Well, I'll tell you. Sure, I agree. I'm glad to hear you say that that they went on the road against a number four defense in the NFL. Yeah. A desperate Saints team. And the offense struggled. Amari Cooper only played 40-some plays because of coming off of COVID. Zeke's out there limping around. So they get the win. The defense was the the one area on the Cowboys football team that had the advantage over the Saints. And they rose up. They they forced four four turnovers. They get four takeaways in that game, and that's the difference in the game. Now, here's the elephant in the room, in my opinion. And I've been saying this all year. For some reason, they don't want to – the running game – Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, they need to get together. They need to do one of three things because they're going to win their division. I believe they're going to yeah. win their division. Yeah. And now they're in the playoffs. But it's going to be a short stay in the playoffs unless they address the running game. And, and there's three things, and I've been thinking about this, that they can do. Number one, come up with some new plays. Okay? Because the minute that they run the same ones, they get stopped. Or get on some blocking schemes. Come up with a way to run what you want to run. And if they blitz into it, we got to block the blitz and still run the play. Or three, get Tony Pollard more carries and get C.D. Lamb some carries. I think C.D. Lamb is as dangerous with the football as he is catching the football. I mean, this guy with the ball in his hand is a star, I think. So I would get get Pollard. So, you know, look at that and – and, and come up with a way to generate and make some adjustments to generate more running game because that's what's going to get them in the playoffs if they do not change. And nobody wants to talk about it. All right. So we've talked about the Steelers. You're from Pittsburgh. We've talked about the Dolphins, the Bears, and the Cowboys. You have experience with each coaching them. Um, I, I, here's a team you haven't coached, I don't believe, in any capacity. Um, Monday Night Football, Patriots, Bills. So the weather is going to be ugly. Yep. Uh, I'll take Buffalo at home. My my takeaway is this. Would you rather be at this point? Would you rather be the coach of Buffalo where you have a star quarterback, a great deep threat, but virtually no running game? Or you check all the boxes with New England, but you have a rookie quarterback and no really true over the top component. If I gave you both teams for the Monday night football game, which would you prefer and why? I'm I'm taking Buffalo, okay. For, for and the first in September, Buffalo was the flavor of the month. They were the one right. that everybody was talking about, right? Well, the last five six weeks since New England's been on this run, they've been the flavor of the NFL. It's everything they're doing is right, okay. But if you look, okay, if our listeners, if our they take a, you take a good look look at, oh. Uh, New England's second in the NFL with takeaways on defense. Guess who they're tied with? Buffalo. Look at the rushing statistics. Buffalo is like number 11 in the league in rushing. Last year, they were 22nd. They're running the ball better. All the categories. One is New England's one in defense. Buffalo's two in defense. So, I mean, the numbers are so close. And I've always believed this. In big games, your stars need to play big. And Josh Allen, in my mind, right now is a star. And I believe he's going to play big at home in Buffalo. And he can make plays uh, with his legs that Mac Jones can't do. He can make plays, extending pass plays 
that Mac Jones can't do. So I look at this thing and I say, you know what? I'm going to trust him and I'm going to say, you're going to play good. You're going to be a star and you're going to win the game. Yeah, it's funny. There's 19 of 32 teams are still, I mean, forget mathematically, feel like they have a chance to be a playoff team or at least fight for a wild card spot. Now, some of them, Washington's a little ugly, but they're hot. Miami can be ugly, but they're hot. Pittsburgh's hot and cold, but they have a chance. Um, but I, but when I look at all these teams right now, and I, and I really believe this, Dave, um, on their best day, if you got everybody's best punch, Arizona and Buffalo are the two best teams I've seen. Now, I, I think Green Bay yep. has never been healthy. So we've never gotten their best punch. So I do think Green Bay right now, I would rank them number one. But if you're telling me I got Green Bay, Buffalo, and Arizona's best day, I think there's an argument to be made that I watched Arizona again. Arizona and Buffalo were the two best teams in this league. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I would. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I would. I would make that case. I could support that. You know, the only thing that bothers me a little about Arizona and the thing that I like about Arizona is the players that they brought in have taken ownership of that locker room, right? Yeah, they have. I yeah. mean, you, I, I saw James Conner tonight make some plays. I mean, he was, yeah. a, he was a great – he had no place to go. He was a great – they win two out of three with Colt McCoy, right? And a, a great addition. Rodney Hudson, the center, A.J. Green, on and on. So, you know, they're a mature team. I don't know. I mean, Green Bay, they've got the best quarterback of the group. We all agree that. When you get down yeah, to playoff yeah. time, the quarterback usually separates the pack. Uh, I like Green Bay over Arizona in the NFC. And then in the AFC, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with Buffalo because I think they're a more complete team today than they were a year ago because they're, they're running the ball – more effectively they truly are i mean look at the numbers and, and 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 they're doing it more frequently and they're getting better results so i like buffalo uh, and and we're all saying this counting on the quarterbacks playing big so i'm counting on josh allen showing up monday night and they putting on a performance somebody told me you wanted to talk about matt stafford what's up with matt stafford well, in your opinion no you, you know what the rams and i know they had a big win today against jacksonville yeah but you know what? They've got enough talent. They're going to get into the playoffs. But you know what bothers me? And I said this on the air this week. I don't see the physicality. It concerns me about this football team. And Green Bay, when they get into a team that wants to roll up their sleeves with them, and I, you know, Green Bay, uh, A.J. Dillon, the running back for Green Bay, Right. He had 69 yards rushing. 47 of those yards were after contact. I saw Aaron Donald dragging him down three yards down the field. That's not Aaron Donald. And, and, I, and I go back to this that, you know, when, when, when they made their run, when the Rams made their run with Goff, they were run, play pass, play defense. And when you're in that situation, and I've had most of my teams have been that way, it was if we give up three scores, we're going to lose the game because we're not going to score a lot of points. So we got to be, well, the, how the Rams start off this year? The first six or seven games, they're scoring 30-some points a game, and they're spreading everybody out. The running game is not a factor. 
And it just bothers me and it concerns me that here we are week 13 and, you know, that they might be a little bit, the physicality that we saw them get hammered by the Rams. I mean, by the 49ers beat up physically. We saw them get beat up, in my opinion, against the Packers. And I'm concerned that, you know, this whole philosophy thing is now rubbing over on the defense. And it could catch him at the end. I, I, I hope I hope not, you know, because I think Sean McVay and them do a great job. But the mentality has changed because of Matthew Stafford. It's all it's the Matthew Stafford show. Spread them out and let's throw it and roll. And, and I just think that that's going to has a chance to catch up with you when you get into the playoffs against the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers and, and teams like that. Well, when you give up draft picks and you're paying a quarterback or a wide receiver a lot of money, you feel you have to validate the purchase. And I think they've gone from a run-first team, a 60-40 run to a 65-35 pass. I think they're trying to validate OBJ, uh, validate Matt Stafford. And I think you lose your core identity when you – Troy Aikman talked about all-star teams in the NFL. The problem with them is you start bringing in stars, you feel you have to get them the ball. It's a tight yep. salary cap. And I, I've seen this before. And, you know, the best teams, Green Bay, um, New England, Tampa, Brady decides what he wants to do. And right now, Brady loves Leonard Fournette. This, this weekend, he loved Chris Godwin. Right. You know, the previous weekend, he loved Leonard Fournette and Gronk. And it was at the discretion um, of Tom Brady. And I, and I do agree. I think the Rams have gotten a little pretty. And I think there's a sense that, you know, we, we gave up these picks. We're spending a lot of money for a star quarterback. Let's go to 11 personnel, drop him back, get rid yep. of the jet sweeps, and sling it. And I don't think Matt Stafford or any quarterback, maybe Aaron Rodgers or Mahomes, is good enough to carry a team without a run game. Yeah, and I think it affects the mindset of your defense. When you're not practicing against the run, you know what I mean, and you're not working on it in training camp, you can become – I don't. I hate to use the word soft. I used it once, and and I, I got some – you know, throwback from it but you can become a little bit mentally soft if you're not practicing that every day it's like the big 12 that's what i talked to all those coaches in the big 12 conference and they say we can't play defense down here why because we throw it more than any conference in the league don't work on it you don't improve on it you it's interesting you mentioned tampa you know tampa this is about the time last year if you remember that they made a decision we're going to become more balanced on offense. Yep. We're going to get into yep. the play action pass. Just what you said, Colin. Gronk is going to become a player. And all of a sudden, the defense got better. So this is their blueprint for success. And, you know, I just I'm, – I'm a Bucks fan, so I just hope they stay with that. By the way, Leonard Fournette, physical. Gronk, physical. Last year at the end of the year. This year at the end of the year. They go to their more physical players. Okay, so you coach college football with Jimmy Johnson. You won a natty at Miami, and you, you you know the sport well. You coached at Pitt. So I want to talk about two things with college football, and um, I don't care about the playoff right now. The first thing is I have defended coaches leaving the where they're leaving, and this is why. Because once they introduced the early signing period, so there's now two recruiting days. Right. It screwed the coaches. So you essentially, if if Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly don't bail immediately, they lose they lose ten days of recruiting, 
And you're just giving those players to Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, or you're giving them to Oregon, Washington, UCLA, or whoever recruits the West Coast. So the NCAA, to me, is at fault here. Once they created the early signing period, coaches have no life. I mean, you essentially are recruiting year-round, which I think is an awful thing for coaches and their family. And secondarily, um, like Luke Fickle, I understand, because he, he's going to be in the playoffs, so you don't want to leave. But Notre Dame had a long shot to get into the playoff. And I think Brian Kelly looked at it and thought, listen, every time I play one of these Georges and Bamas, I know I have far less NFL talent. I'm a 60-year-old guy. Okay, This is my last shot. LSU job, they're not going to hire me if I'm 64 years old and, the, and this guy fails. So I kind of defend Brian Kelly. I don't think he's always the most likable guy. Your takeaway on it. You know what? Brian Kelly and I was told uh, th- three years ago, you got to go back with Notre Dame. Notre Dame kind of is the old Al Davis mentality. Ten years is about all that we want to hear your talk, your win one for the Gipper talks, and you want to hear us. And Lou Holtz, after 10 years, they basically said, Lou, you have been fantastic. You won a national championship, but it's time to move on. And knowing what I know about Notre Dame, and I know this three years ago, Brian Kelly, before Bruce Arians got the job, he was trying to get the Tampa Bay job. And last year, he was trying to get the Philadelphia Eagles job. So my point is, Brian Kelly was looking to move on. And I'm, I'm sure that, there, that it was a mutual feeling, even though it was never public. I bet you, you know, there was a mutual feeling between administration and the coach. Okay, we've kind of been here and done it. You've done a great job for us. We appreciate it. Now, what's next? What's next? That's the Notre Dame situation. The Oklahoma situation you know, and I coached at Oklahoma State for four years, so I know Oklahoma. And now they're going to the Southeast Conference. The whole competition level goes up. And in the state of Oklahoma, I remember having a conversation with Mike Gundy. And out of 85 players, 70 of them on his football team, he says they have to be from the state of Texas because there's not enough players in the state of Oklahoma to be able to compete and and get good players. Well, now they're going to Southeast Conference and the stakes get raised. Competition's a lot better than it is in the Big 12. We all know that. So I think that Lincoln Riley's sitting there and he's saying, USC, I may not have to get on an airplane. You know, I can drive six hours any direction I want and get all the players that I need to win a national championship uh, the comp- we, we, there, there's just as good a tradition or better at USC with Heisman's national championships and recruiting. Um, and they're going to pay me X amount of dollars. So t- to me, um, I think I that, get it. I think that was a move for a job, thinking that this is a better opportunity where I think Brian Kelly's that you know, he was kind of looking for it was time. He was looking for a way out, but he wasn't going to just take something to take it. And this was obviously, from a money and stature standpoint, a great opportunity. So I think it was two different situations. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, 
John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, uh, Mario Cristobal, my source, which is um, one of the moneyed people, one of the four or five moneyed people with the Miami Hurricanes I've been in connection with all weekend. And I, he, he said that, you know, it was, it was all but crossing T's and dotting I's with Mario Cristobal. So when we record this on Sunday night, I see your shirt. Okay. I don't know what okay. will happen, but I've been told two things. Mario's from Miami. His wife doesn't love Eugene, number one. Uh, number two is... If you look at where Oregon's at right now, there's a feeling he's sort of topped out and he can go and be one or two in the Pac-12 or he can go to the ACC with Clemson and be one or two in the ACC and his family lives at home in a recruiting hotbed. So to me, the only reason he wouldn't take the job is finances because the facilities now are new. I mean, they have to play off campus. That's, you know, that's the case. But the only reason he wouldn't take it is he doesn't get the coaching money pool that he wants for coordinators, but I totally get his move. Do you? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Jimmy Johnson and I were talking about this yesterday and uh, Mario's brother, Lewis played for us at the U and I know Mario very well, you know? So, I mean, I, I got Oregon gear in there that I work out in. 
So, I mean, I've got a great relationship with him. And uh, my agent, Brian Harlan, who you know, he is Mario. Yeah. He's Mario's agent. So, so I, I, I've, I've got a good feel for this. And this is the one determining factor. Having lived in Miami for four years, six, for 10 years, 10 years in Miami between the Dolphins and the Hurricanes, I, the Cuban community is about as close knit family community yeah. as there is with any nationality or any group of people. And in Miami, you know, the Cristobal's, you know, Mario's brother, Lewis is a police officer down there in Miami and the family ties. I, I don't know, you know, what, uh, what's how much of an emphasis or what's the quality of life to be with family, you know? Right. And, and that's what I think could be the determining factor in this. It may not be money, assistant coaches, facilities, any of that stuff, conferences, the determining factor could be being close to family. It's a long way from Eugene to Miami, Florida, for any family to see you, your wife, your whole bit. So if it happens, I guarantee you that Lewis's connection and his wife and the family in Miami, that that's going to be that's going to be the deal breaker in this. Um, you know, the first thing I thought of, it's not great news for the SEC because Mario is going to put a fence around. You know, oh. the, the, I mean, that county, he's a great recruiter. He's got a presence. He's a great recruiter. Uh, they'll run the football. He'll get the crowds going up. Um, whether or not he develops great quarterbacks, every coach outside of Saban has a hole. That's the knock on Mario Cristobal. But my takeaway was, I mean, he'll really, when you and Jimmy were there, of the 25 recruits annually, how many were from like Dade County in Miami? Majority of them. Majority of them. I mean, wow. I, I mean, we uh, like, uh, like 20. Well, well but the, our philosophy was what I said originally. We were not going to go unless it was a quarterback, you know, or an exceptional player. We would not go any farther than a six hour drive from campus. And you can yeah. get in, you can get into Orlando. You can go into Tampa. You can go. You know, so, I mean, you can cover the whole darn state within six hours and get all the talent you want. You just got to be a good evaluator. And that's Mario's strength. I mean, he, he can evaluate talent. He can, he, he can recruit. I remember when I was at Pitt, we played Mario when he was at FIU and they had this little, and we beat him, but only beat him by a touchdown. He had this receiver that caught like 15 passes against us. And afterwards we're standing at midfield talking. I said, you know, who the hell is this guy? And he says, uh, his name's T Y Hilton. He says he could have gone to Miami. I said, and the next, and, he, and he's still playing and making those same plays at the Colts. But the, the yeah. point was that he can get talent. And he had a running back. I can't remember the guys now, but you're, you're correct. He's going to get players and, uh, you know, in his pedigree, I mean, he's been with Saban. He's been a head coach. I mean, he would be great. If, if they could, if Miami could get him, I would be really excited. And I know the city of Miami would be also. Um, Pete Carroll's rule was we're not leaving California unless yeah. it's a first round pick, unless it's a first round pick. They went to Florida to get Mike Williams. They went to New Jersey to get Brian Cushing. But but Pete would say, if he's a first round pick, we'll leave the state. Otherwise, we won't. And you you can stay in California, and get your quarterbacks, Mark Sanchez, Matt Leinert, Matt Barkley. California's got about 15. You know, you, you'll get at least six legitimate 
right. Division One quarterbacks out of California annually, fifteen over three or four years. So, but no, I, I I'm excited for it as well because I I really do think I, I was the national I, when I coached at USC. I don't think about. I've pretty much coached everywhere, but when I was coaching at USC, I was the national record, recruiter, and it was and we had the same philosophy that Pete's talking about, and that must have been passed on from John McKay to John Robinson. That's how they did it at SC. So there was a running back that was on the cover of Parade Magazine, and his name was Craig Ironhead Hayward, okay? And from yep. Passaic, New Jersey. And I said, I got him. And he listed in the magazine that his three schools, he had three covers of uh, players hanging in his room, and he had uh, Marcus Allen, I believe it was, from USC. He had uh, Roger Craig because he was playing for the New Jersey Generals. Or no, Herschel yeah. Walker. Herschel Walker was playing for the New Jersey Generals. And Roger Craig uh, was playing at Nebraska, but he's a New Jersey guy. Okay? Yep. That was his three. So I fly out to uh, to Passaic, and there's a line to try to visit with him all the way down the hallway. So I walk <laughs> in. And I, I walk in and and I tell the assistant coach, Coach Wanstead from USC, they said, oh, you know, it's kind of like Disneyland at the fa- with having a fast pass. Uh, you come yeah. with me, sir. You know what I mean? Right up to the front of the line. And I walk in, and the coach is sitting there. And Ironhead's there, and he's got a basketball, and he's bouncing it. And uh, there's a, a little kid standing in the corner. So, and that's it. So it's the coach, Ironhead, this guy over there that I think's a manager, and myself. So I get into the USC pitch, and Ironhead's got a basketball. He could dunk a basketball, and he's played basketball in Passaic. So he's kind of spinning the basketball, and I give him my spill, and he says, Coach, I'm going to visit three places, and USC's one of them. I said, great. So I fly back. I tell tell Ted Toner, who's the head coach, we got him set up for this visit. Ironhead's coming in. He's going to go to Georgia because of Herschel Walker. He's going to come here, and he's going to go to Nebraska because of Roger Craig. But we, we'll get this kid. Two days before he's going to visit, phone rings. Hey, uh, Coach Wanstead, this is Coach McCarron from Passaic. Hey, Coach, Ironhead's coach. Hey, what's going on out there? How you doing? We're excited to have Craig come in. He said, you know that little guy that was standing in the corner? I probably should have told you this. I said, yeah, I kind of do. He said, that's little Ironhead, his brother. Wherever Big Ironhead goes, Little Ironhead's coming with him. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? We got his plane ticket made. He's getting on. A-. So we went in and we couldn't. Get- I said, you mean coming with him like scholarship, play football? He says, yes. So we didn't offer him. So Pitt comes. Nebraska didn't do it. Georgia didn't do it. University of Pittsburgh, my alma mater, comes in and gives Ironhead an offer. And I call him Little Ironhead, Little Craig. And Little Craig actually turned into be a heck of a little player for him. And uh, that's why Ironhead ended up in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Recruiting tales (laughs) from Dave Wanstead. All right, Coach, it's great talking to you as usual. We'll talk soon. And I'm having a Diet Coke tonight. I have to have clear vision as I I talk football (laughs) all week. Good seeing you. Okay, come and see us in Chicago. All right. All right, Dave Wanstat, you got everything. First of all, has that guy coached everywhere? He's coached at Miami. He's coached at USC. He's coached Pittsburgh, 
Dallas, Miami, Chicago. He's from Pittsburgh. I wanted to ask him every question about all the cultures he knows, and he always hits it out of the park. Great insight. Dave Wanstat, check him out on our YouTube channel, uh, Instagram, rate, review, subscribe, uh, Twitter as well, at The Volume Sports. volume infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.